from Rochester, New York, home of Jiva Theater, Genesee Brewery, and Waffles Are Wild. This is FC3 Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky. And everything is geeky if you love it enough. Starring Billy DeTore, Tanya Metris, and Chris Frank. And your host for today will be me. The Tall One has been taken hostage by Juno the Wonder Dog and Zoe the Fantastic Feline. They have demands for the return of C, which includes the podcast podcast taken over by the women of MMC and Billy. So, here we go. I also, part of the ransom demand, they want treats. <laughs> I think we can handle that. Can we handle that? Yeah, we can make treats. So, today with me, I have Deanna Schlorer. Hello. I have Anne Liebeck. Hello. And Billy. Hi. Hi. There, something is different than, than normal. What's different than normal? My voice is deeper. <laughs> Usually there's a guy with a deeper voice. I know. Well, we have Dan. Oh. Hi, Dan. Hi. <laughs> so, as you guys can tell, uh, Chris is not with us today. He is off gallivanting somewhere around New York State. We don't exactly know where he is. He, we're not privy to those uh, plans. But um, he will be back the next time that we podcast. So, the women have taken over, and we're taking Billy hostage also. Oh, should I be tied up or something? <laughs> I think that's next time. Okay. Okay. I don't yeah, my, my wife was, was supposed to be yes. here. She she has the, those supplies. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. I'll be here all week. Oh, Susan's gonna yell. At us. Oh, <laughs> no, goodness. she's not. No, laugh. yes, we were supposed to have Susan Dettori with us today, but she is feeling a little under the weather, so we're sending lots of love out to her to make sure that she gets better soon. Because um, I think because I'm tired of doing stuff. <laughs> Oh, was I not supposed to say that? <laughs> I don't know. You have to go home and live with yeah. her, so not me. So what's up with you guys? What's going on? I know Deanna's got her Dale Jr. sweatshirt on it's over there. Daytona 500 day. So, Is that a big race? <laughs> it's kind of like you not knowing Fleetwood Mac. Did they turn left? Yeah, all four <laughs> times. The only time they don't turn left is when they're at Watkins Glen. <laughs> then it's... And so, Sonoma. Yeah, then, then it's left, right, left, right, left, 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 right, right, right. Wow, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, are you rooting for anyone this year? No, and that's the beautiful part. Now that I don't have a driver, you can just sit back and watch, watch the crashes, and I don't, I don't stress anymore. It's there's no worries. It's 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 nice. You ever played the the crash drinking game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at doing it at Daytona, you're pretty much drunk by lap fifty. Yeah, just fifty. Well, <laughs> depends it, on the it year. depends on the year. Oh, this okay. year it could be lap twenty five. Who knows? Oh. So who's the upcoming driver for this year? That um, they've actually had a big rookie class this year. There's four guys, three or four guys. Um, Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell, Cole Custer are the three big ones that came up this year. So we'll see. Um, you know, it's Jimmy Johnson's last year, so there's that. Is he the one that's got the Trump 2020 car? I don't think so. No. Who's got the Trump 2020 car? I have car? no idea. That's racing it? I haven't even seen that paint scheme. He's going to crash. <laughs> Emperor. <laughs> But yeah, no, and somehow still win. <laughs> somehow, no, because um, because anytime I jump on fit, uh, fitter, uh, Twitter on the Twitter feed, <laughs> I tell you, I am so not used to taking over. Um, that I've seen a couple sp- paint schemes and things like that have come through, and I don't know if it's just a parody it or could be a parody. Or, I know that, um, or if it's truly someone has got that paint scheme. It's the greatest seen car it. ever. It's I phenomenal. Actually, it's tremendous. I actually saw somebody, <laughs> somebody do the limo up in, in, uh, with a 45 on it with, you know, like racing stripes and all that. So I don't know. Uh, oh, it's the <clears throat> X 
I don't know. The D- Daytona Xfinity. Xfinity. Huh. Oh, that was yesterday. So the Xfinity race was yesterday. I didn't see that. Of course, half the cars crashed in that one. So maybe that was one Most that of crashed. Heading before heading west, taking Daytona. <gasps> yeah, he's going to be there today. Ian's my researcher today. <laughs> Google. Google. Google's my researcher. I'm just, usually I'm doing that, so I don't have to Google stuff today. You know, now that football's over, i got to find something to pass the time till. you know. Well, it's geeky. Baseball starts. Everything's so. geeky if you love it enough, and That's I know right. you love it enough. Mm-hmm. And it's baseball. How do you feel about the uh, Houston Astros? The cheaters. The way I look at it is, if they get thrown at this year, oh well. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can't, I, I hate this. Well, they need to take stuff away. It happened. Don't, you can't, don't tell me that a championship didn't happen when I sat there and watched it. Mm-hmm. So they're going to get whatever's coming to them this year. Yeah, they're going to get thrown and they're going to get. And if some network were smart, they'd show all 81 away games. Mm-hmm. Just because they're gonna they're gonna be a hot hot, hot road ticket this year for yeah. a change. Mm-hmm. Bunch of cheaters, dirty rotten cheaters. Yeah, coming from someone that doesn't really watch baseball, I just heard about the scandal. You know, and poor Billy's team lost the manager because of the the scandal. That's right. I, the, <laughs> only the Mets could have a manager get fired before he's managed one, one game. game. He got fired a week after he was hired, basically. So was he a... He was a player on the Houston Astros. Astros. And the alleged ringleader of yeah. the scandal. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. We have to make sure we put allegedly in there. Yeah. Hmm. You know, and then there's my brother's team, you know, loses, you know, not only the manager, but oh. Mookie Betts and David Price. So and, he's, and, you know, like, great. And thanks. your brother likes the Red Sox, Yeah. Right? And my yeah. nephew likes the Yankees, so my nephews, you know, all, we got Garen <laughs> Cole, we're going to kick your butt this year. <laughs> and he will. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, Okay. Okay, Anne, you look very fancy today. Oh, thank you. I was at a baptism. Baptism. Oh, yes, at a baptism. A yes, bit. I'm like, I can't um, hear you. Yeah. What are you getting ready for? Cookie season. Woohoo. I know. You've uh, suckered me in. I mean, volunte- I vol- graciously volunteered to uh, go and help you pick up your 90 gazillion cases. Only of- 94 cases for my troop. Only. 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 Is that a small number of cases? No, actually, well, it's about average for our troop, but wait till you get there, though. You're going to love the mega cookie drop. <laughs> we have afraid. four minutes to get at 94 cases of cookies. That's because we're in lane one, not lane two, lane one. Lane one. There's two lanes going simultaneously, and based on how many number of boxes you have or cases you have, you That's get how many minutes? two minutes and eight minutes to pick up all your cookies. It's very highly organized by all volunteers. I can't imagine the smell inside that warehouse. Cookies. Cardboard. It, no, it just smells like Thin Mints. No matter what you do, it smells like Thin Mints. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I can do it. Okay. And Billy? Yes. How's the new job? Yeah, that, that's the thing. It, it's going good so far. I'm in training. I'm learning how to run a cash register, which I've never done before. Uh, working at Record Archive now, which I love. It's one of my it's favorite places. To go. To, one of my favorite places <laughs> to shop. Sorry. And... And it, is my phone ringing? No, I don't think so. I just got, I got, that's, I'm someone that likes routine. I like things being the same. And in the last week, I've started a new job. Uh, my wife isn't feeling well, and I feel all discombobulated. So I'm glad to be here because this, this is normal. your routine. Yeah, this is normal. Although it's, in, it's still in a different place than it used to be for years, but I'm glad to be here. So yes. thank you for having me. And, Absolutely. And I'm glad I'm here and not at the hospital today. Uh, well, so, at least so far. <laughs> if I need a ride, I'll let you know. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, actually, much love to Susan. Yes. Yeah, let me check my phone. I want to make sure it really wasn't ringing. And I didn't miss any calls. Okay, good. good. Yay. And mine's on silent. I'm sure she messaged one of us if something was really Dan was so. a little uh, taken aback when my Avengers ringtone <laughs> came off when Ann called me a little earlier. I so. didn't know where it was coming from. <laughs> he thought he had Dan something on like, his what? computer. <laughs> He's like, where's it coming from? That the computer was blowing up. It was up. coming from my pocket. That's As opposed to the hum. Does, <laughs> does that mean I'm your Avenger? Yes, you're my Avenger. Uh, no, um, Valentine, you're the best. You're the best. <laughs> you're the best. <laughs> It's the only card I got for Valentine's Day this year because my husband bought it and he hid it in the barn so I wouldn't find it. And now <laughs> I can't find it. <laughs> oh, so. Oh. <laughs> oh. So maybe my anniversary he'll find it. And I only, got, and I only it. got chocolate from you. See? Yeah. There you go. We are Galentines. Okay, on that note, let's quick take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about everything 80s movies. Woohoo! Going back to the future. No, Back to the Past. Back to the Future was the, the 80s. Future so yeah. the 80s. <laughs> I don't know. Which may be a spoiler. <laughs> Listen, you. I had to take my earrings off because they are pinching. Today? You're the hostess with the mostest. Oh, I tell you. And we are kind of going back in time, back to the decade that started on January 1st, 1980, and ended on December 31st, 1989. And we are going to look at our favorite movies from the 1980s. And you weren't even old enough to have lots of 80s movies references until no. in the 90s yeah i watched a lot of them in the 90s um even into the 2000s because people were constantly referencing them to me and i'd be like you're like what are you talking what? about <laughs> so um and i do have to admit the last three to four years i may have binged more 80 movies than a lot of other things I used to go to movies all the time in the 80s. I graduated from high school in 83, so, so that was yeah. my prime. I, I prime of almost every movie of the 80s. When I looked through lists just to pick, and the the list was tremendous, and oh, I love that movie. Oh, I love that Oh, I hated that movie. But I'd seen almost all of them in theaters, or at least on HBO shortly, like in its first HBO run. I remember Didn't, the wearing. Anybody remember the wearing? Oh, I do too. Yeah. 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 No. Well, as I said, no, I can't because remember, I grew up in Avon, Lima area. Like when we went to the city, it was Marketplace Mall. So <laughs> it wasn't really the city, but my mom calls it the city. But Billy and I were talking on the way over today about where we saw movies, and he was like, the city, one, two, three. Four. One, two, three, four in Greece, Greece. Uh, Westmar on Buffalo Road. I remember Westgate Movie Theater. Westgate, yep. On uh, Stone Ridge Plaza, which is now a Rochester Athletic Club for women. Yep. I saw um, movies bad. I saw movies <laughs> at that standalone um, theater at Marketplace Mall. Mm -hmm. yep. and then, That's where I saw Robin Hood. Um, then, Kevin Costner. <laughs> that was 90s. Yep. Uh, um, and then, I don't know, Billy didn't know this one, but... Um, 
the um, Pittsford Cinemas. There was two of them. That's not where they are now. They were across the street. There was two of them. There was two of them. I lived in the city. They didn't let me in Pittsford. (laughs) (laughs) And I needed paperwork. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Uh huh. (laughs) Yep. Really. (laughs) We are so off the rails. Okay, so it's um, we have different experiences with. 80s movies mm-hmm. and things like that and i know that um we said our top five and deanna when we were talking earlier this week you said you had 75 initially initially i had 75 movies and you're the only one out of the four of us that actually narrowed it down to five well i had to because this is only you know an hour couple, long couple yeah. hour podcast <laughs> at the most you know the thing is you can tell this is important to us because we all wrote stuff down right uh, <laughs> my initial list i think has like 24 25 and i did narrow it down i thought the five Turns out I only put little stars next to four of them, so I have a top four. I'm gonna pick a five off the top of my from my list. Yeah, I mean, the Susan 80s, has. Yeah, and Susan, so. my my wife Susan was ready to come. She was all prepared, and uh, I have her top five also. The '80s is our wheelhouse. That's that's the really. I mean, I mean, I was born in the '70s. I remember some stuff from the '70s, but the the stuff that's kind of influenced me the most was the '80s because Absolutely. that was you know. It was a preteen and a teenager graduated from high school. It's the stuff that you remember going, yeah, this is where I was. I remember this. I remember that around certain things. It's sort of my uh, process for picking these. And I kept moving them around and, okay, I'm going to take this one out and put this one in and blah, blah, blah. It was uh, a combination of my my initial reaction to it in the 80s and sort of how I felt back then, how much I loved it. Because some stuff doesn't hold up. Mm Mm-hmm. And sort of a combination of my initial reaction and going back to it. Is it still a good movie? Mm -hmm. When I watch it, do I still really enjoy it or does it just feel dated and terrible? Because some of them. Yeah. Yeah. I went through it several, several times. And like some of the ones that really like brought the feelings to me Mm -hmm. were like the ones that my dad used to take me and my little sister to when my mother was taking my older sister Girl Scout camping for weekends and he had nothing to do with us. But then I'm like, I love those movies then because it was, you know, dad time. But now it's, even though it holds a place, it doesn't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to go back and watch it now every mm-hmm. day. Yeah. Like, uh, I made a list for work a bunch of years ago, my favorite movies of all time. And one of them was from the 80s and it didn't make my five favorite movies because to me, there's a difference between the best movies and your favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do the right thing with Spike Lee. One of the greatest movies of the 80s. Not my top five favorite movies, though. Not mm-hmm. the ones I'll revisit and I'll see it on my DVD shelf and mm-hmm. pull it off and watch it just because I feel like it. And on my list, it was the kind of thing, okay, what what are the five movies that whenever they're on TV, you stop what you're doing and watch them? Yes. yes. And that was that was one of the requirements. And all you know, the five I have, every time they're on, it's like I stop. But I'm, you know, I could be watching something important, but if I see it's on... I'd be curious to see how well that D's in my lists kind of compare mm-hmm. because we're of um, the same age. We're only a year apart. Mm-hmm. Anne's list will probably be a little different than ours, and but then I think Billy's will, might be completely opposite from us. I don't. I'm not 100 percent certain. 
Yeah, but, I, I, there's a couple complete 80s classics on my list. We, there may be a little bit of overlap. I, we'll I'd see. be curious to see how it is. And then this morning on Facebook, I saw that Dan was watching War Games, so I don't know if that was on his Shall list. That's on, my, game? that's on my list of 25. Yeah, it's on my mm-hmm. list, too, of my 20-something. War Games was the one that came out that it was one that's like global thermonuclear war type thing. It's just... I know there's some really, really good ones that... Um, the 80s movies that you guys really, really liked, but in the last five years for me, has killed me. Just dance recitals, singing and dancing to these songs over and over and so, over again. So, would Footloose be in there? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> oh my god. Dirty that, Dancing? That, no, well, that's classic. I was going to say, Footloose is on my top 22nd, 7, whatever, but it's not in my top 5. But it's one that makes me get... I was dancing through my classroom on Friday when I was talking about Footloose. They did, we did the finale song, I think it was three years ago, and they did several songs from Footloose. And oh, goodness. when you've listened to it for five days in a row, about for, 50 times, I was like, if I hear this one more time, I'm and, just going to... And it's pretty much from September to June yeah, that you yeah, hear it yeah. because of mm-hmm. the weekly dance yep. class. Mm-hmm. The finale was actually the, the Footloose song, but they cut it from the 80s version all the way to the 2012 version, Ugh. and they like did half and half. And oh my god, I was like, I can't, I can't take this anymore. You're like, I can't, I can't, I can't. Like, like during the finale, I would leave the auditorium, <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd boo, boo. No. So, yeah. so there was a giant minion dancing to Footloose, and I was like, I gotta go. So <laughs> I, we can honestly say Footloose is not in our top five. No, no, no. I, it was in my top twenty something, but it's not in my top five i had about 50 and i dwindled it down to about 20 and then i said okay i'm gonna take it to 10 with like four honorable mentions <laughs> i put uh little dots next to my uh, kind of like my top five but i like all of them on there that i might watch them again if they're on but i have to be in the right mindset mm-hmm. so billy you want to start okay do you want me do you want me to go through susan's top five yes yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to do susan's top five just so i can get your reactions to okay. them if you know them. susan at number five had uh et mm-hmm. from uh whatever year that was number four color purple oh, which she loved mm-hmm. moonstruck she was just watching ah. it the other night and laughing like crazy love that movie Tootsie. Is that on yours? Yes, that's on my uh, list. Oh, it's on your list? Yep. Moonstruck is on Deanna's. Okay, Tootsie was number two, and her number one movie is Broadcast News with Howard I Hunter. I like that movie. And huh. uh, Albert Brooks and William Hurt. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Susan uh, is a it's, former uh, CNN uh, person, uh, sort yeah. of lived that life. Yes, she did. We rewatched it the other night, and I enjoyed it, but I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Tootsie, which I saw in its initial theater run, and I think I was too young for that at the time because I remember, eh, it's all right. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it way more now than I did back in the 80s. Susan can relate to broadcast news. Yeah. She, she knows what that's like. Yes. So those are her top five, and I, I wanted to share them with you because she was supposed to be here. And I so a couple of them are on your list, Deanna, maybe? One of them is, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what's your list, Billy? Um, are we all going to do number fives yeah, first? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Number five is the one I'm going to pull off the top of my head because I only put stars next to four. So for my bigger list, I'm going to go with a movie that nowadays would look completely different, be way better technologically, but the time was super groundbreaking. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, my <laughs> oh, yeah. Was that 80s? Yeah, yes. it was. It was 1988. That was wow. in my top 25. Yeah. So it, oh. just funny, and you yeah. saw humans interact with 
just classic both Disney and and Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. That's, I think that was the big thing. It was uh, Disney. It was, it was all the crossover. crossover, and everybody's like, "Wow, they actually you got to see together. Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse together, right. which was crazy." And <laughs> as a actor, cartoon though. nerd, I, I it blew my mind mm-hmm. to be honest with you. And nowadays it looked better, but at that time it, you didn't think that was going to ever happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Who Framed Roger Rabbit as sort of my emergency number five. Although Breakfast Club was really close to being in there. Mm. That's my number five. Oh, okay. Re- Breakfast Club was one. And I think for me, it's most of the movies that I picked are the ones that I could relate to at the time that I could I could have envisioned myself. Not necessarily that I was actually in Saturday Detention. Like I got detention once in high school. I brought squirt guns the last the last week so right before I, I, I never got Michael Hall. I'm going to guess you're, um, um, what's her name, Molly Ringwald, uh, or Ellie Sheedy. I, Which no, one? I wasn't really like like the depressed. Don't tell me you weren't you weren't Emilio Estevez. No, <laughs> you weren't the wrestler. No, okay. no, it was just like you know you go through high school and you feel like you don't fit in with mm-hmm. the rest of the crowd. Um, it's kind of like the um, little ugly duckling that comes up to be a beautiful swan at after um, the end. You are hungry, honey. No. No? no. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I think most of my movies from the 80s I picked because some of them I could just feel as part of one of the characters there. Like I could see myself at, in that Saturday detention and having the fun doing whatever trying to break out and things like that but i think smoking I w- the weed probably not <laughs> i really didn't know what that was until like i went to college but i, I think- still didn't try it but but i i think mm. i could just picture myself there but i think i'd probably still be sitting in the library going we shouldn't be doing this and i think <laughs> i think the breakfast club we all know a person in high school who was the geek, geek. The, the the jock the, the jock the prep the the basket case the troublemaker we could all identify in our class who were those, those people. people and and so yeah i'm like i didn't necessarily watch all the brat pack movies type thing but that no, me neither but that one that that, that was one that we could all identify mm-hmm. definitely I, and I i heard a great piece of trivia just recently about that movie the janitor, did you know they originally hired Rick Moranis to play the janitor? But he wanted to do it with like a Russian accent, and, and John Hughes fired him. <laughs> okay. Yay. And? Uh, of course, mine will be Dirty Dancing. Um, when this came out, I was not 1987. Even, yeah, not even a teenager yet. Was, okay, I wasn't even 10 years old yet. But... Um, I remember my mom taking me to the theater to see this because my mom was obsessed with Patrick Swayze. I can see why. I was 17. Yeah. And I just, I remember like just watching the dancing going, I want to dance like that. I want to do that. And then, oh, just amazing. Um, If you have not seen it on Netflix, they have the movies that made us. And the first episode is Dirty Dancing and how it came out to be and how it was produced and just how awesome that movie was because everybody could relate to a certain mm-hmm. person in that movie, whether you were baby or her sister mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or, you know, the doctor who's fixing everybody. You all had a little piece of something that you mm-hmm. can remember mm-hmm. that touched you in that movie. 
that's that's in my my left hand side, which was my top seventeen mm-hmm. favorite. That's definitely in there. And yeah, it's like I could picture myself as maybe the one that doesn't necessarily fit in with everyone else and mm-hmm. wants to be a part of that that group and wants to kind of take over the world and she wants and to help help people, mm-hmm. help people and yeah. things like that. And it, funny, um, I didn't know if you knew the trivia of it. Um, but during the scene when they're in the forest on the log, when Jennifer Grey keeps bursting out laughing mm-hmm. and things like that, Patrick Swayze was really getting frustrated he was with her. He was, he was pissed. He was angry and he angry. was hungry. And because she wanted a cheese tray. Because she was hungry. You have to watch the, the movies that made us but, on Netflix. Because he, he she says the whole thing and how she made him angry because she wanted a cheese tray. And then how he actually fell off that log and hurt himself because he would always do his own stunts. Mm-hmm. And I think and how also, cold that water was. Yes. <laughs> and also with Dirty Dancing, the music. Uh, yes. You know, and I think the music kind of pulled our parents in because that music was from their generation. It was mm-hmm. a 60s soundtrack. For I, an 80s movie. And I think that was... The two songs. Yeah. I, I do have a confession. I, that was the one movie yeah. the 80s I never saw. My sister loved it. I've never seen it. It's never held any sort Your of interest for me. But I do know the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And Do You Love Me by The Contours yeah. went back do to the top, top of the charts. Yeah. yeah, which I found interesting. She's I mean, like, I, went, um, I went to the concert. They had a Dirty Dancing yeah, concert. My, my I went to that. My sister was there, too. So. It is a great soundtrack. Yeah. Anytime like that music comes on the radio mm-hmm. or whatever. And didn't Patrick Swayze win a Grammy for that song? Yeah, she's like the yes. wind. Yes, she's yeah. like the wind. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Just, ugh. <laughs> okay, uh, Deanna, what is your top five? My number five is 16 Candles. Oh, hilarious. Um, that's on my number five. The four. 80s, <sighs> if you got through the 80s and didn't see a John Hughes movie, you missed the 80s. He was king of the 80s. And... It's just funny. Some parts are relatable. You know, some parts are not so nice in today's society. But, you know, it's just, it's a fun movie. And everybody can relate to being that odd person out at a dance. You got a crush. You don't know how to talk to them. That was me in high school. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's completely relatable. And that's the best thing about John Hughes movies is everybody can find somebody to relate to in any one of his movies. Be it Pretty in Pink. Or the Breakfast Club, sixteen candles. Was he playing trains and automobiles? Also, I'd have to check. I'm not sure. He might have been. That's on my other side of my list. I just remember when he passed away. It was like a part of your childhood died. Yeah, that's a very funny. Um, Sixteen candles was my number four. So Breakfast Club and Sixteen Candles (laughs) were right around. That was that. That was a hard one between my between Breakfast Club and Sixteen Candles for me. One's funny, one's more... I mean, Yes, John Hughes did Planes, Trains, and Animobiles. Automobiles. Animobiles. I saw that that movie on my first date, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Those aren't pillows. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's an 80s reference. If you didn't know the movie... Go watch the movie. Go watch the movie. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Steve Martin. Mm -hmm. And was it John Candy? John John Candy. Candy. Oh, my God. I think part of it was actually filmed in Buffalo, too. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Or Batavia? Yeah. Batavia or Buffalo. Yeah. They were in Western New York. It was New cold. York. Yes. So. so, they used New York. <laughs> hmm. Shocking. Shocking. Uh, your number four? My number four is Moonstruck. 
My wife's number or whatever, uh, number three was Moonstruck. She just watched it the other night. It was laughing. I did like too. Crazy. It was on Turner Classic the other night and I watched it. It's just, it's a funny movie. It's a rom-com. If it's 80s, you got to have rom-coms. <laughs> the characters uh, is great. The actors just make those characters come to life and make them completely unforgettable. And, you know, the music behind it is good. And it's just, it's a great story. It's a cute story. And... You know, I mean, you think of the star power that was in that movie. Danny Aiello, Nicolas Cage, Cher, Olympia Dukakis. I could only tell you that Cher was in it. I've seen it. I've seen it once, but I couldn't tell you. Mm -hmm. I can tell you Italian, whatever, Mm -hmm. but that's about it. So it didn't necessarily linger on me, but it makes an impact for other people. Yeah, it's just, I love it. Did Cher win the Oscar? Yes, she did. She won the Oscar that year for that, for uh, Loretta Castorini. Who's next? Oh, that would be me. Um, The Last Starfighter. Oh, that was on my opposite side list. That was my first real movie into sci-fi. Before Star Wars, before anything else, um, that was the movie that made me go to the library and look up sci-fi. And I, I just, even when it's on today, like, some of the characters really don't pull through anymore, but it's just... Perfect. It's the memory for you yes. that, that makes That's you watch it. That's the one that had the, the they were playing the video game. Yep. Right. And yep. then they were and because you got the top score, score. They were recruited. Yep. yep. And and the fact that none of the aliens were any of the same species and they all worked together was just such a metaphor for a lot of things in life. And that during the eighties, that nobody had to be the same cookie cutter, but could always be together and work together. It was for me. It was very um, poignant for that. Hmm. I know I'm so weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're working with us. Uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> you're part of our tribe. Um, I'm gonna have to go um, for my. Wait, didn't you? I didn't do uh, my number four. Oh uh, no, guys! I did my sixteen. Ca- my sixteen candles. Number four. Yeah, Sorry. Number four. Go ahead. No, my number four is one definitely not on your top thousand list. Uh, Phantasm. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a concert movie because I've always been a huge music geek. There's two concert films on my bigger list, U2's Rattle and Hum, but my number four pick was Talking Heads Stop Making Sense. I remember that. Academy Award winning uh, director, not for that movie, uh, Jonathan Demme directed it, and it's an amazingly shot movie, not your quintessential quick cut quick cut to different band members it lingered a great lighting and an amazing performance by the talking heads so stop making sense and it's one i throw in on dvd quite often because i enjoy it so that's my number four cool weirdo yeah no i would yeah it would definitely not not be in my wheelhouse that i would even think of a of a concert movie as a movie it was a real i saw it at the theater so it's a movie. A movie. Yeah, I remember when they Jonathan came out. Demi directed it, and it, it, I'm not yeah. questioning it whatsoever. And it's it's not your a movie. It's not a uh, like an MTV videos shot style movie. It's um well, it's obviously doesn't have a plot, but I really that's my number four. Okay, that's cool. enough of that. Well, my number threes and number twos both star the same actor, but two different movie franchises. So number three is Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm just like as soon as I hear the music, I'm just like, oh, where is he? Yeah, I'm just like exactly. I'm just like I've I've been to Disney was MGM Studios or Hollywood Studios, whatever it's called now. Dan, what's it called now? 
Hollywood Studios to actually go to the um, Raiders of the Lost Ark um, uh, stunt spectacular or whatever. I've seen that twice down there when I've been down there, and it's like um, just it's just the action pack. It's not the sci-fi, but it's like it, it just pulls me in every single time that I see it, and I'm just like, and we're always like quoting different. Um, things from either Raiders of the Lost Ark or Temple of Doom or Last Crusade or something like that. And I was thinking about Raiders of the Lost Ark just actually today because when I needed a number five, I considered that, but then I saw your little dot there. So I decided you, to you, go you with You very well could have. No, like, but I, I wanted to go with a, a different direction. But with Raiders of the Lost Ark, one of the reasons it stands up is because it's a period piece that takes place in what the late 30s, early 40s. What, what's the year? 38, like something like that. And so like, that's the rise of the Nazis. So it doesn't feel like 80s. It's not trapped in 80s Mm-mm. sort of uh, clothing and and it's more of a historical and, piece. Yeah. Which one of those was the they were eating the monkey brains? Because that was Temple of Doom. 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 I have never been able to watch any of them since that one. <laughs> Doctor Jones, I touched nothing. I touched I, nothing. Doctor Jones. <laughs> Raiders of, Temple of Doom. Raiders of the Lost Ark is the classic, but I actually enjoy Temple of Doom more. For well, Sean Connery is in that one, right? No, no, no that's Lester Okay, yep, you're right. I was the next man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, and see, they've got some classic lines that people remember. In Temple of Doom, you had the roller coaster ride through the mines. Right. The opening scene with the diamond—that's almost like a. Slapstick comedy scene in the, the, the um, Asian uh, club. Which to, one to had the, the snake raft. in it? Where he fell into the snake. Um, that's Raiders. That's Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, why I can't watch awesome. that movie. Very dangerous. You go first. Nope. See? I tell ya. My dad used to always confuse those three with um, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, <laughs> Big, Trouble. <laughs> Big Trouble in Little China oh was gosh. on my left-hand list, which was like oh, my ultimate 17 movie. favorites. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell yeah. is amazing in that because he's the hero that tries to have the John... Wayne's uh, like swagger, swagger yeah. but he just is Can't confused. <laughs> he he just seems confused. You can tell he's uh, faking it the entire time. But yes, Big Trouble in Little China was phenomenal. I just remember my dad going to Wegman's video. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I saw it at the theater, and me and like two or three friends went to see it, and I was laughing my head off at it. And then when it was over, and the lights came up, and realized the theater was almost full. And I was one of the few people laughing. <laughs> okay, people either didn't get this movie or I'm an idiot. And it turned out both. <laughs> so, yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm, so yummy Harrison three. Ford. What's that? What was what? your number three? Number three. Oh, we're at number three already. Mm-hmm. Batman. Oh, 1989. 1989. And it may or may not hold up great today, even though Jack Nicholson was a great joker. Genius in that movie. I, I think... Nowadays, it would have gotten an Academy Award nomination because now it's become a thing where it's allowed to. No, comic book movies are allowed to win awards and stuff. But back then, just knowing that a real superhero movie was coming out, which Mm -hmm. hadn't happened. I mean, there were the Superman movies with Christopher Reeve, Mm -hmm. but three and four were pretty terrible. Yeah, Um, I I can't even tell you if I've seen them. Uh, one and two were great for Superman, but mm-hmm. when Batman 89 came out and all the controversy before the internet about Michael Keaton playing Batman, and that still became a thing. Where I love Michael were, Keaton as Batman. Yeah, but when it was announced, Mr. Mom's playing Batman. Yes, I do remember that. 
Uh, so it, it was great. And, you know, all the marketing they had around, I had Batman sneakers. and You still have Batman stuff. Yeah, I do. Yeah. But back then it was rarer. And yeah. for, you know, five minutes I got a little cooler because I was ahead of my time on, <laughs> yeah. on Batman. There you go. So. So Batman. Batman. That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. And? Return of the Jedi. Oh. You know, I had to throw one Star You're Wars right. in here. Yep. Um, Did you like the cute little teddy bears? Yes. That's the reason why my friend Mark can't stand that movie. <laughs> it's the teddy bears. Jump, 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 jump. The, the <laughs> dancing at the end. Sorry. <laughs> Do I, that again. Uh, how did that go? Jump, there you jump, go. Jump, jump, jump. <laughs> Are you <laughs> in the background? Going, I used to have about six different ones that were like two foot tall on my bed. And my mom would come in and she'd be like, come on, dog. Come on. Thinking they were the dogs. All the <laughs> Not realizing that they're stuffed Ewoks. Yes. Um, but it's also the fact that my sister is deathly afraid of clowns and Ewoks. Oh. So, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that I could put that on and she would just run with all her friends and kind it was great. There you go. It was a sister a, deterrent. Yeah. Yeah, it was either that or, um, you know, killer clowns from outer space. Yeah, no, no clowns. That would be hilarious. What year was that? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make my list. That's no. so funny. It, it, this is killer clowns. Yeah, no, probably not. D? Y'all are going to laugh at this one. We're laughing at everything. My number three is Stroke Race. A race car movie. Yes, it is. <laughs> Why would we laugh at that? What's the name of it? Stroker Race. Oh, okay. I, I missed it. Yeah, Burt Reynolds and NASCAR. Okay. Um, you know, it's two things. I love it. It's a great movie. It's just a fun couple hours. It's not... You just sit back and laugh at the jokes, laugh at what's going on. But for me, the fact that they actually got eight real-life, at the time, NASCAR drivers to participate in the movie... Mm-hmm. Lended a bunch of credibility to that that whole story. It's like, well, they're not going to go take time out of their schedule to do this, and and they did. And it's just, it's a funny movie. It's fun, and you know, it was Burt Reynolds, you know, coming off the Smokey and the Bandit. You know, he was riding riding what he could at that point. Was Cannonball Run before or after that? I think it was before. Because I enjoyed Cannonball Run, but I was that was on my yeah. top twenty. Uh, I think it might have been Cannonball Run, Stroker Ace, and then Cannonball 2, which was bad. Cannonball Run was 1981. Yep. Cannonball Run 2 was 1984. And Stroker Ace was 1983. Okay. Now, if we were picking movies from the 2000s, Cars would probably land on there, which is 2006. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Days of Thunder will never make any of my my favorite lists. I can't stand that movie. I hate it. Even though it's, you know, people think it's one of the greatest racing movies. Like, I, it makes me want to hurl. Hmm. <laughs> when it's on, I don't need, it's like I just yeah, pass I over know. it. I think we have an idea of our worst movies of all time mm-hmm. for the future. Uh, yeah, we have yeah. another one, ones that we Ooh. will turn off or we'll just never go and see. Or, or you go, why did I, why did I waste why? two hours watching this in the first place? Can I get my two hours back? <laughs> the Tinkerbell movie will be on that one. <laughs> I have a surprise. I'm actually going to wait till we do that. I suggest that as a real one because I have a surprise just movie I despise with a passion. Dirty Dancing. <laughs> I haven't seen enough of it. I, on principle, yes. No? Oh. no. Okay. okay so. so are we down to number two? Number two. Number two. That's you. I feel the need. The need, the need for, for speed. speed. Top Gun. Damn you! That's my number one. <laughs> that's my number one. Another movie I've never seen. What? <sighs> I'm done. I'm done. 
So tell me why you guys like it. Hot men and fast vehicles. You so didn't sell me. Cruise is hot, man. You didn't sell me. Kelly McGill. Oh, oh, hello. Yes. We're not talking Tom Cruise. Okay, Val Kilmer back Val- in the day was. Yeah, he's looking a little rough right now, but. <laughs> um, you know, and to this Ice day, man. I hear you lost that love and feeling, and I immediately go to the scene in the movie. It's I, mm-hmm. you can't shake it. Oh. Um, you know, I can't wait for Maverick to come out because I think it's going to be I an don't. interesting sequel to to how that movie ended. It's a long run between movies, though. Well, right, it is. Tom's been a little busy D- doing Mission Impossible and Night and Day and anything else. Other weird stuff. Yes, but no. I you mentioned that you were watching Top Gun the other night. I'm like, you, and she's like, I'm watching Top Gun right now. And I'm like, are you at the beach volleyball scene? She goes, I missed it. And then all of a sudden, I go, I feel the need, the need for speed. She goes, that was just that was the line that just happened. Then yeah. she goes, now I'm crying. I'm like. <laughs> Goose must have died. Spoilers. Oh, wait, sorry. Spoilers. Spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, sorry. You have to watch it. No, it's it's definitely one that, uh, yeah, I mean, is, it's jumping to my number one. I'll go back to number two to jump on with Deanna's thread is you see the the little rebel that breaks the rules that thinks he's hot shit during this, right. whole, this whole thing. And it takes a real um, major life event to kind of really shake him Mm -hmm. up to the point where he doesn't want to get back into Mm -hmm. the cockpit of the um yeah when he's also he's chasing his father's ghost too because his father was the same way when he was in the military and his father had a reputation so he shows up and everybody immediately thinks this kid is like his father and And for a time he is and you know the fact that he you know comes to that realization it took something tragic for it to happen, but mm-hmm. it's just, it's a fun movie. It is a uh, typical 80s movie. I, I mean, I can see them sitting in that bar or the restaurant with Anthony Edwards playing the piano, doing yep. um, Great Balls of Fire. Meg Ryan is in that movie. Mm-hmm. As uh, Goose's wife. Goose's wife. So and, uh, Tom Scarrett is in that movie. There's a lot of big names in that movie. Right. And just, you, you can, like, picture yourself being a part whether it's just an extra yeah. or being in there so you know and then you get you add the kenny Loggins song danger zone and that just you know it's in my head now it's it just adds to it and that's video. and i think that's <laughs> one of the greatest things about 80s movies is the soundtracks, soundtracks. that went along with them i think yeah. that's what makes them memorable too it makes them memorable but I hate S- 80s music. Some, there are oh. some bad 80s music, yes. Some, yeah, so. Sometimes it does make a, uh, it, it, a nostalgia. There, there's right. a nostalgia there's definitely to a nostalgia it. to it. And you can tell what it is. The keyboards and every 80s that, song. That techno synthesizer. Has, uh, <laughs> synthesizer sound um, Was it, it um, the Miami Vice theme? Oh, yeah, yeah Hammer. Hammer. Yep. <laughs> Wow, you all came up with that so fast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I watched Miami Vice every uh, Friday night. Don yeah, Johnson Don was Johnson. hot back in the 80s. What did I just see him in? I just literally saw him. See him? Home? He may have been. <laughs> oh, we watched Tin Cup. Oh, yes, about, he's in Tin Cup. He's in yeah. Tin Cup, yeah. Well, he was also in, uh, was it Bull Durham? No, that was no. Kevin Costner. Oh, Kevin Costner. They look alike. No, they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> Kevin, Co- Kevin Costner's in both. Kevin Costner's in Teen Cup and Bull Durham. Yes. Oh, is it? Maybe that's Kevin ball. Costner's the golf pro in Teen Cup. Yeah. Oh, okay. Susan didn't like that one. No? No. That's one of those it. movies you either love it or hate it. That's yeah. that's one of those, there's no in between on that one. Yeah. I enjoyed what, it. What, Teen Cup or Top Gun? Teen Cup. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> oh, everyone lo- loves Top Gun except me, obviously. You're not liking any, really, any of our movies. No, I, I, I like them. I, I love Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> I like Breakfast Club. We discussed Breakfast mm, Club. Okay. That almost made my top five. That almost made your top yeah. five. So, Ian, what's your number two? Labyrinth. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, this was. Um, we obsessively watched the DVD until it wore out. No, sorry, the seat. It was the VHS until we had to buy a new one. Um, we knew the whole thing, me and my two sisters, word for word. Um, we had dolls. Anything Jim Henson, though. I'm a huge Jim Henson fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have all the original Labyrinth comic books. And now there's a whole new series that has been out for the past about a year and a half. And it's before he kidnapped the baby from oh. the original Labyrinth. So that's really, really cool to have a backstory after 20-something years finally <laughs> where he came from. So they uh, did a prequel. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But just always the phrase, you have no power over me. Always just like sends ch- chills up my spine. I was going to say, I think I've only seen it once. <gasps> I know. It, so, I mean, and it's not something that I watched in the 80s. It's like I saw it like late 90s and things like Hell, I didn't even see Spaceballs until after 2000. So, okay. So that's like some of the stuff that's on my list I can remember seeing in the 80s. But like Willow and Labyrinth, I didn't see until well later. Which one was David Bowie in? Labyrinth. Labyrinth, okay. Um, Just him singing in that movie. Mm -hmm. Some of the stuff that happened in the movie. um, Just there was some really funny things. Like there was a bog. Does anybody remember the bog? When you stepped in the bog, it farted. Great. <laughs> and it smelled. So they're like, oh my God, the smell. Every time they would jump in this bog. And it was, there was some really funny parts to it. But then there's some serious parts too about this girl having the power to do what she wants. And all she has to do is realize that she has the power. Sorry. Okay. That's a totally different movie. That wasn't really. That was actually 90s. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a dancing mood I today. am today. It's the caffeine. It's the, coo- it's the cookies. What's I don't know. your number two? My number two um, is Empire Strikes Back. It's my number one. And and um, it because my number one was Top Gun, of course. So my number two is Empire Strikes Back. And um, Return of the Jedi um, landed on my top 17 um, list of movies in... I think I could just picture myself as Leia during that time. I would just like mm-hmm. just jump into there and and go off and an adventure on an adventure, and then I think just I roll when something stupid happens, mm-hmm. type thing. And it's like I thought they told me they fixed it. It's like really? It's like when you need something done, just go and do it yourself, yeah. type thing. Yeah, and and that's the kind of person she's like mm-hmm. try to um do it, but then it's like I love you. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just say the words, damn it! Yeah, yeah. And yep, and that's her newest charm is the "I love you" and "I know." Yep. Or is it ditto? No, it's no, I know. I know. Say ditto. <laughs> that's the model. for me the Empire. That's that's my number one. It's the first movie I ever remember wanting to go see in the in the movie theater. And, and seeing it again. And, and again and again. And I still think I'd seen it twice, and I still remember the second time seeing it. I think my uncle was with me. I'm like, when did they cut Luke's hand off again? <laughs> He's like, shut up! <laughs> I haven't seen it yet! So, He's like, people around you, shut up! If you haven't seen it, spoilers. Um, <laughs> but it just blows my mind that movie's 40 years old this year. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> now, were, were you frustrated by the ending the first time you saw it? Did you leave the theater going? <sighs> no. I was not. Yeah. I was only nine years old, so yeah. I don't remember. Okay. Um, but as I got older, it was like, oh God. You know, let's. That's why I was grateful that I had the the Jedi on VHS because I'm like, okay, let's pop Jedi and let's go. I want to see how this ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We I don't know where it is, but we actually have Empire Strikes Back on Laserdisc. Oh my god! <laughs> so, and it was a front, back, front, back, front. It was a fi- three discs, front and back, front, wow. back, front. because it's like. It's a long movie. Thirty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So and and they're like big. <laughs> yeah. And if you ask a lot of Star Wars people about the original trilogy, that is the the number one out of the the, the, the first mm-hmm. three. Yeah. Yes. And it was the only one out of the first three that George Lucas didn't direct. Maybe that should say something. It should yeah. if you watch the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Things that make you say, hmm, hmm. speaking of the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your number two? My number two uh, made a movie star out of a TV star. Back to the Future. Ah! Michael, yes, J. Michael Fox. J. Fox. Yes. I Just a brilliant script, a, almost a perfect script. And hilarious. It's exciting. There are serious parts to it. Uh, a great soundtrack. You mm-hmm. listen to the yep. news. Mm-hmm. Both back in time and power of love mm-hmm. from that movie, and I, and a couple really good sequels. I think number two is underrated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think in retrospect, the playing with time in the last third of it, mm-hmm. where he's his future self and the and the Marty McFly from Back to the Future, trying to rework that whole. I, I think it's Back to the Future two is great, but Back to the Future one, the original is. A near perfect movie, so. And Christopher Lloyd is amazing. Christopher yeah. Lloyd is hilarious. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> the actor plays Biff Tannen. Um, why did I just blank oh. on his name? But he he's great in it. It's, mm-hmm. He's been in a bunch of other stuff, but that's Tom. Tom, I forget his last name. You know, I'm sorry, I, Mr. Tannen. I still remember uh, Leah Thompson. Yes. yes. When it hit, I don't remember. I can't remember off the top. Mm-hmm. I had the date into the future, but it Thomas actually Wilson. hit that date. Oh. There was a big hubbub about around that date, you know. And it was a DeLorean. Yeah, was it 2018 or something like that? Yeah, it was like February 14th. Yeah. yeah. Everybody was like, oh my God, it's Back to the Future Day, you know. Mm -hmm. Why do we have shoes that don't tie itself? Right. (laughs) I mean, there's a couple dated jokes, you know, the Pepsi Free. Yeah. How come you're wearing a life vest or whatever. Yeah. But in general, it's just a it stands the test of time movie. it does and i when i first saw it in the theater i didn't really like my buddies and me were going hey let's go to the movies oh we can go see this back to the future movie and I, I didn't go into it with high expectations and left just in love with that movie and i've seen mm-hmm. it multiple times since then so back to the future is my number two okay so what's your number one then oh me mm-hmm. yep another um TV star turned into a massive movie star. Die Hard. Uh, <laughs> and it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not still, Tommy Tower. I never forget. 40 years later, <laughs> yeah. that's a debate every year. Is it's not a debate. It's, it's not it's, a debate in this, it, this group. It's a Christmas movie. Yes, of course I've never it is. seen that one yet. So. But <laughs> Die Hard to me, is Bruce Willis is great in it. I was a big fan of Moonlighting. Yeah. Yes, I was so, too. Uh, to see him, okay, now I get to see him in a movie. He did Blind Date before that, if you remember. <laughs> the romantic comedy. Movie. It's not a good movie, but I 
still enjoyed it. I thought it was still kind of funny. Kim Basinger and John Larroquette. I think they were trying to play off moonlighting on that one a little bit, and then they realized it was just really bad, and just don't go down that road anymore. I was a huge moonlighting fan, and then... Bruce Willis was great in Die Hard, yep. and uh, um, why did Alan Alan Rickman was the villain? He became a, a star. Yes, That's he a star-making performance as Hans Gruber, mm-hmm. and I. That to me nowadays, you still uh, think if a movie comes out, oh, it's Die Hard on a bus, it's Die Hard in a plane. It's, it's you're right. It's uh-huh. it's at the standard. It's 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 the standard for an action movie now, and I still think it stands the test of time. So Die Hard is my number one. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That didn't make my list, but I do enjoy that movie. So, and I, I saw it multiple times at the theater too. What? Nothing. My number one was Top Gun. So, oh, so my number one is the Never Ending Story. Oh, hmm. Dan's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I watched it, my dad went to get videos at Wegmans because I had the chicken pox. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of iconic that the story is about a kid who's homesick and his grandfather was there, and I was homesick, and my grandfather was there watching it with me. Kind of like the Princess Bride. Kind of, yeah. yeah. And I, oh. I watched it and watched it and watched it. I don't think we ever returned that, that VHS. I think my dad had to you pay still, for that. You still owe Wegman's money for Probably. that? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Wegman will live. Yeah, no I, fooling. We just, I love that movie so much. I want a giant dragon to ride or giant dog dragon to ride. I mean, I, I hear you can ride it somewhere in the Netherlands. Yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, I, I really want to go and see that. Um, again, you know, it's more like sci-fi light for kids, but I still love it. And well, my number one is Empire. We already oh, talked about that. Right. But I, ha- I have an honorable mention. Okay. And because it's got a local attachment, it's Bull Durham. Bull Durham's a great movie. Ron Shelton, who wrote it, played for the Red Wings in the late 60s and early 70s and par- loosely based the movie on his minor league career and, and travels. So I just, I love that movie. It's just... It's a great movie, and it's uh, there's a lot of truth to that movie. Um, what the minor league system is like. It's definitely not, you know, you're playing pro ball, but you're not playing like the major leagues. You're not in the show. Mm-hmm. And that was on my, like, bigger list. And mm-hmm. Bull Durham is my favorite baseball mm-hmm. movie, and I'm a big baseball fan. And that is my favorite baseball movie is mm-hmm. Bull Durham. So I, I agree with you there. And Ron Shelton, strangely enough, also wrote Tin Cup. Oh, that's we right. I forgot about that. Discussing, so. And White Men Can't Jump. No, not that one. <laughs> um, not White Men Can't Jump, which is a great 80s movie, yeah. by the way. That's a really uh, funny basketball movie. But, uh, really? That was 80s? I think so. I think so. it was either late 80s or early 90s. See, that was yeah. where it's like trying to um, figure out. The cutoff point. The cutoff mm-hmm. point. I, there was a... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm missing it. He did do another move, the sports movie. The Great White Hype, maybe. Oh, that's so. And uh, actually, I'm, I'm going to throw a uh, uh, honorable mention as long as uh, I mentioned Do the Right Thing to me yeah, is a great movie. It's a movie. great movie. <laughs> I, Spike Lee, he made, I think she's got to have it before that, but Do the Right Thing is a great movie. Danny Aiello again. Oh, he was great in that John movie. John Turturro. And. I, I think that's a fantastic movie. Well, I had a couple honorable mentions, but you guys already mentioned several of them. So uh, I'm just going to name a couple, which is Pretty in Pink, The Princess Bride. Yep. Because I was the surprised Princess Bride none of has you... to be on there. Yeah. Yes, that's um, mine. 
E.T., Gremlins, and the Goonies, but of course, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, so that's, on, yeah. that's on mine. Did you not get Bill and Ted's? I didn't write it down. In fact, oh. I like the second one better. Oh. I like the second Did, Bill and Ted's Which one was George Carlin in, the first or second? I think he was, he was in both. He was in both? Yeah, okay. In both. Yeah. Oh, I see Die Hard mm. did land on my other list. So I had had the had two lists, the ones that I really really mm-hmm. liked, and then the other ones that that made me stop and think. One that that gets me every single time it's on: Steel Magnolias. Oh, yep, yep, yep. The beginning that <laughs> the like, first fifteen minutes is hilarious. Yes. three quarters uh, of the movie Dolly is. Martin is oh, she's amazing. Uh, in um, and um, oh, uh, Julia oh, Roberts. No, no. Um, uh, was it Olympia, Olympia, Olympia Dukakis, the other one, the crazy one, oh, the, uh, the um, lady with the dog. Yes. <laughs> uh, what the hell's her name? Uh, it's Warren Beatty's sister. Oh, yeah. Shirley MacLaine. Yeah, yeah. Shirley oh, MacLaine is fantastic. Whatever never her, seen it, so whatever I, I, her I name is, Weezy. Weezy. Weezer. Weezer. And she says those lines. Oh, and deadpan. It's just yeah. go. I've just been in a bad mood for forty years. So. And then when at the end, when during the funeral, uh, and, when and she's lo- losing it in the cemetery, cemetery oh. and whatever, and then you just see how close the women are. As mm-hmm. much as they aggravate each other yeah. and things like that, you just see my mom and I can't watch that movie together. No, yeah, because it, it's just we, there's not enough Kleenex in the house. All women should have that tribe of women around. Yes, them, they, they should. Do. We do. Oh, we do. Oh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that one either. So I'm you sorry. haven't seen. Well, that, that would be a chick flick. If she's yeah. seen it, but Susan's sure probably seen it. I bet she has. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one of my favorites. I just watched it a couple weeks ago. The Blues Brothers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd. Sure, it's silly. Hundreds of cars get destroyed, but it's great music. And, and it I, came from a bit on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Did you know that that movie was why Ghostbusters was made? Because Jim Belushi was supposed to play the part that... Um, oh, John Belushi. Yeah, sorry. John Belushi yeah. played the part that... Um, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's 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 wrote it for, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. And it was going to be the, the three of them were going to be in it oh my because God. of the Saturday Night Live thing. And then uh. he died... And that's how he had to bring some of the actors. I mean, that was a great movie without John Belushi. Could you imagine with Belushi in it? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh my but they, they redid almost everything that Dan Aykroyd wrote. But mm. still used a lot of, you know, he was there in it. It was mm. so much knowledge in that whole Ghostbusters. Yeah. Not one of my favorite movies, but the backstory of it, I do love. Mm-hmm. So a couple more on my, just the ones that make, stop me make go, hmm, either I laugh or makes me think. One, Coming to America. See, I got some giggles over here. Um, uh, nine to five. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dedney Coleman, the quintessential yes. bad, bad guy. Bad mm-hmm. boss or whatever. Yeah. Um, Parenthood. I love that movie. That that line has my favorite movie favorite line in any movie. Which you is? need a license to have a gun, but any asshole can be a parent. And I'm like, that is so true. Is it a battery powered ear cleaner? <laughs> that too. <laughs> Keanu Reeves in it? Yeah, yes, he, that's, he, that's, he played the boyfriend. Okay. He's the one who said that line. Okay. So that's just like, and the little boy the, after the birthday party in like the first 15, 20 minutes, he comes into their bedroom and he's got the boots on and the, the little holster oh, yeah. and things like that and the hat and he's 
dark naked yep. the rest of the time and, <laughs> and steve martin goes hey you want me to wear that later <laughs> and then all of a sudden the little kid's like yeah. <laughs> so yep <laughs> you can, see my coworker, i was telling my coworker about this she goes what and she's older than I am, but she's like, I don't think I've seen that movie. I'm like, oh, honey, you got to go get that movie. That's, and that's just a, that's, cla- a classic. And Jason Robards is amazing in that movie as the, uh, the as the grandfather. Here's one that just might be me. This is Spinal Tap. That's a funny movie. That's, that's a great movie. Yeah. Especially if you like bands, like if you're a music fan. And it's amazing that Rob Reiner directed that movie. Yeah, and what Christopher Guest got his whole. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a mockumentary. It's a mockumentary about... A heavy metal heavy band, metal band yeah. like its last legs. I saw that movie yeah. in 1992. Was it, it a bad date? It was a Christian camp retreat. <laughs> what? <laughs> what were they thinking? I have no idea. It was right after we went on um, a musical tour with our band called The Crucifix. We still have, If anybody's got that, that video or music, <laughs> please send it to us. Please, please. She was a Christian rock singer. She says that it's all disappeared, but we don't believe her. It's all disappeared. Gone. Um, no. But someone's got it. They rented this movie for us to watch because they're like, <laughs> oh, it's going to be awesome. So they got popcorn out and sodas oh, and everything. It was out. awesome. And it was like 15 minutes in, they turned it off and said, good night, everybody. And that was it. <laughs> So you saw 15 minutes of it. Um, no, my mom let me watch the rest of it later, but I was like, eh, okay. I didn't see anything that bad in it. Another one of my honorable mention, When Harry Met Sally. That's a oh. good movie. Funny. Yeah. yeah. It's just, fun. it's, a, it's, I love the fact that they're able to jump time the way they do. They start when they're in college and they just follow them for like a decade. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's cool. It's a cute story. It's a funny movie. And... I'm not going to go down the, you know, I'll have what she's having line. We'll, we'll just skip that. <laughs> yeah, let's not mention it at all. Tanya lost her headphones. Do you know that in the deli in New York City, they actually have a sign over the table I'll hit, uh, where it says, I'll have what she's having right here? <laughs> and you can sit at that table. Which most people know that's Ryan, Rob That's Reiner's Rob Reiner's mother, mother. yep. Yep. <sighs> Another movie he directed. Yep. Very good director. Who knew Meathead would be... Who knew that a couple... Three of the best directors... Yeah. Uh, Three of the best directors of the 80s were Meathead, Laverne, and Opie. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I tell you. Did, um... uh, um, what was the f- female baseball movie? Was that in the 80s? A League of Their Own. League of Their Own. Was that yeah. in the 80s? That 80s, was in the 90s, 90s, I think. I think... I don't remember. That's a good I movie think it was the 90s Davis. because Rosie O'Donnell is in it, and I don't think she... 92, had, yeah. 92, yeah. yeah. I only got Aaliyah, and then it came up. It, it's now starting predi- to predict what I'm going to be typing. Um, <laughs> Your phone's stuck in the 80s, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, no one's mentioned Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. That's, I love that movie. Gotta That's say Beetlejuice. A, Beetlejuice. I hated that movie. Yes. <laughs> really? I tried Didn't explaining like it. it to my daughter last week because she was like p- watching part of it and she's like, what are they doing? And I was like, are they dead or are they not dead? How are they not ghosts but they're there yet they can touch things and some people can't see them. And who's the guy in the fake cemetery and why are they digging up AstroTurf? Like she couldn't like grasp it. Didn't care for the movie at all. I enjoyed it. That's another Michael Keaton one. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, I loved oh, it. That wasn't That's my top 20. That wasn't on my list. I loved it. Although, I went with a couple friends who were mad about Ferris Bueller. goes, why should I be rooting for him? He's a jerk. 
<laughs> I love when they put the brick on, in reverse, thinking it's going to make the wild I backwards. <laughs> I was like, that's not going to work. He doesn't care about his best friend. <laughs> If you really look at it now, you know he's pretty much a jerk to a lot of people in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But hey, hmm. Gremlins? Anyone? Yeah, I had Gremlins. Mm, nope. I love Gremlins and Gremlins too. And no. nobody should yep. like Didn't. Gremlins. Too. I like Gremlins too. Actually, I think it's nope. very good. It's Gremlins. No, don't feed them after midnight. <laughs> or get them wet. <laughs> well, there's a lot of it. You end up. I wasn't going there. Are you into furries? <laughs> Well, how, do, how do you know when it's after midnight? It's always after midnight. Somewhere. Right now it's after midnight. It's, after, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. Yeah. Exactly. Let's have a margarita. And mean sense of humor, a fish called Wanda. Right? Oh, oh, that's a, yeah, that's, that I remember hilarious. that movie. Um, Blade Runner. That was, uh, that was on Randy's top top list, that he would have to go Blade Runner. Now, see, the thing is, I didn't see it in the 80s. I didn't see it until, like, late 90s after I started dating Randy. So, a lot of these. I've seen that, so. That, it's another Harrison Ford movie. So. Oh, that's probably why. Yeah. Um, what about Lethal Weapon? Never seen what it. What about it? Yeah. It, I remember that. <laughs> that's like my top 30. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. Actually, I see Karate Kid oh. on your list, Tanya. I see, I see your piece of paper. Good movie. Doesn't exactly hold up. It will not hold up. Now, has anyone seen the, the, um, new, one? the new one? Yes. Like, like the Cobra Kai TV show? The, or? The, no, the new Karate Kid movie. Oh, the, I saw the, the one with Jane Smith. Smith. Yes, that mm-hmm. one. Uh, but then there was what the new Cobra Kai one? There's a TV show. The, yeah. yeah, was it a TV show or a series? A series? Yeah, yeah, I hear mm-hmm. it's really good. I haven't. Yeah, I've heard it. it's but, good too. Um, didn't Ralph Macchio come back for? Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. He, I think he he's... finally aged. <laughs> They've had him tied up in the basement after my cousin Vinio. Well, if you think in Karate Kid, I think he was like 23 or 24 years old. I thought he was older than that. Maybe. I know just he is just such a young Mm -hmm. young person. Ralph Macchio? Yes. 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 I want his jeans. Just to look, to age, not age. Oh, not his actual jeans. Not his actual jeans. (laughs) No, yeah. I wouldn't fit them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I had Karate Kid. And then, as we said, Dan was watching War Games earlier today. War Games was definitely on my list. That's one that... Mm. You see, the thing is, I'm not... I, I love Tom Hanks in that movie. Yeah, big. Big. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh was, it was a I good movie. Actually, what was Splash? I love Splash was the 80s. That, I, was, that was Ron Howard's first movie. I'm going to Splash today. at number five. You're going to put a number five. Let's, let's start over. <laughs> Splash was when I started to want to be a mermaid, and then, you know, The Little Mermaid came out in the 80s. And then well. you want to be Ariel. Yep. Oh, I didn't go Disney movies. We need to do the top 10 Disney movies. Top 10 Disney movies, yeah. yes. Yeah. So get both. Um, well, wait a minute. In full action. Does that include Star Wars movies now? Because technically, Disney owns Star Wars. I say we have to leave the Star Wars out of okay. and Marvel. Just go purely pure classic Disney. Before Disney took over the world. Yes. Okay. Didn't Disney own the world to begin with? Well, it's but now they own more of the world. After all, <laughs> it's a small world. No. No. There, there was definitely yeah, the 80s was a really and good everyone's list is going to be a little different adventures in babysitting was i remember awesome. that one that don't tell mom the babysitter's dead was that, that the was, 90s that was not, I oh i love that movie. actually <laughs> one that just popped into my head say anything oh that's good too with ja- <laughs> that, <laughs> 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 you guys can't see that boombox in the tech area yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's right there. Well, kind of. Yeah. Nowadays, would that be considered creepy in the Me Too? Oh, that would be stalking. Oh. In the, yeah. Yeah. Definitely but stalking. How would, it wouldn't have the same effect holding up an iPod. No. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> or your iPhone going, uh. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, uh, I, yeah. oh, I love Little Shop of Horrors. Was Rick Moranis yeah. was in that. Yeah. 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 Suddenly Seymour. <laughs> Wait, was Steve Martin the dentist in that one? Yes, yes. he was. Yes. I, just, <laughs> I just finished reading a book called The Wild and, uh, Wild and Crazy Guys, oh. and it's the story of all the co- classic comedies of the 80s. I, I highly recommend it. The, the Saturday oh, Night cool. Live cast and mm-hmm. the SCT folks and mm. and it, read a wild and cra- uh, wild and crazy guys, the rise of Eddie Murphy, all that. It's all in there and it's a really good book. I must go to the library. Yeah. That's where I got it. Katie That's Shack. in my top ten. Yeah, that, that the little gopher creeped me out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little things um, me. It did to go a little more serious. Dead Poet Society. Oh, mm-hmm. Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That, that was in there. And um, Working Girl. Why did you call me something? <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, lady. <laughs> I, that's, I love that movie. And I, I always forget Harrison Ford is in that movie. Mm-hmm. And Melanie Griffith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Risky Business. Yeah. Yep. Well, Risky Business. There's a Domino's commercial. Me. Really? Yes, the Domino's commercial is hilarious. Yes, because now. Booger's in it. Yes. Domino's <laughs> gives you a two minute warning so you can put your pants on when you're pacing around the house. <laughs> Like risky business. Yep, <laughs> I did not like risky business. I liked it very uh, much. Rebecca De Mornay, Billy. Yeah, I love Rebecca De Mornay, <laughs> and she's she's still. Re- I she was just in the latest season of Jessica Jones on Netflix. Oh wow! She, play, yeah. she plays. Uh, she's played the character's mother throughout the series. Well, I gotta throw my husband's yeah. favorite '80s movie in here because if I don't, I'm gonna be in trouble. But Weird Science. Oh. I didn't like it. Mm. I, I didn't love it. Love it. Well, what about? Do you remember the woman in red? I I remember it. I I don't remember anything about it no. other than it existed. I remember that along with weird science. I thought they were kind of oh, one in the same kind of be, movies. I think uh, when I was talking to Sean earlier, weird science mm-hmm. was one that would come up on his list. I yeah. believe that it's on my husband's list. I mean, he has he's it like, on, "Hello, every teenage boy's dream." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Dan's like, yeah. We have it on VHS, DVD, Blu-ray. <laughs> Just in case something gets lost, right, Dan? Is a comic book version somewhere in your back porch? It might be. I don't know what's back there anymore. <laughs> and then I, I know a lot of people aren't necessarily huge Tom Cruise fans, but Cocktail. You know what? That that, that sparked a huge era of people throwing drinks, and it was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, a great sci-fi movie, Escape from New York with Kurt Russell. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah. Sci-fi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I got everything on. And then the other one that's on my list is uh, Flashdance. Oh, again. You've heard too much of the music, yeah. yeah. The so. best part about Flashdance is the yeah. cityscape of Pittsburgh. Oh, because she's uh, a steel worker. She's a steel worker. Yeah. Yeah. Purple Rain. Yep. That's the movie, movie doesn't hold it. up. Movie doesn't hold up. I saw after Prince died, the little head is showing of it. Mm-hmm. And it sold out. Movie's not great. The performances by Prince and Morris Day in the Time are beyond amazing. The music, the music yeah. is just amazing. But yeah, the, the movie is kind of eh. Mm-hmm. RoboCop. Good no, movie. No, no. That's what happens when an indentured service servant dies and they don't get to retire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, on that note. Wait, wait a minute. Dan, what? 
That's a great movie. Stand what is by it? Me? Stand by, Stand me. by, me. Stand uh, by me. me is fantastic. Yeah. Dan, what's your number one eighties movie? I don't know. There's so many. I didn't. I couldn't choose. I mean, yeah, that is hard. I mean, that you know, like depends on my mood. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. A lot of it you're is absolutely mood right. And what what kind of mood you're in for? Mm-hmm. If you want something to laugh, or you you want a good tear cry? Jerk, yeah. good cry because you're pissed off mm-hmm. at the world or whatever. Or, Pissed off that you're or you just want to other or, or whatever. Check your brain at the door for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. The Terminator, you know. Yeah. I, yeah no. mm-hmm. There was like definitely, I, as people can tell, probably by this episode that anything that was horror esque or gross or or um, like too gory or whatever would not make my list whatsoever. Mm-hmm. That never. I'm like what? I. I thought um, no Aliens is a great um, movie. I, I know it was it was probably a movie in the '90s, but Universal Soldier freaks me out. It just it's just too I intense, it. and I lo- and I love John Claude Van Damme, but I'm just like it's just too much for me. And I'm just like no, nope, can't do it. And there's just certain ones that I I can't do. It's the the ones that jump out and too much that something comes slamming through your eye, and I'm just like oh, and I'm usually burying my face in Sean's shoulder type thing. Yeah. Popcorn. That's when you go get. I can't eat the popcorn at that point because I'm like, whatever. So at this point, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about some events that we have coming up, and then we'll do our question questions of the week. Yep. Oh. Please do not put that in part three. I beg you. See, now I have to. <laughs> I don't like you very much right now. Okay. So, welcome back. Um, we finished up our 80s discussion on our favorite movies of that time, and it's now prompted um, some thoughts to go into movies that we never want to watch again, mm-hmm. or movies that don't you even think about offering to us because we can't stand them, that type of stuff, because it's two sides to the coin, things that you and love I, and, and things that you hate. I'm thinking not even necessarily bad movies, like critics, all critics hate no. a certain movie. I'm talking about ones movies. that you don't want to see. Yeah, ones that maybe even got critically respected, or you, you just don't like them for some reason. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the worst movies, just ones that rub you the wrong way. Exactly. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> See, Chris isn't here, so therefore I have to play off of somebody. I don't, I don't know. Yay. Okay, we have some events coming up. Um, in a couple weeks, uh, this is going to um, come out. You guys will see our, see and hear um, this podcast on February 26th, we decided. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday. Um, so be on the lookout for our Facebook page for the next game night. It's coming up soon. How soon? We're not sure, but it's coming up soon. Um, join us on March 7th and 8th at the Strong Museum of Play for Superheroes Weekend. Is that right, Dan? Superheroes Weekend. Okay, Superheroes Weekend. I know. And it's a very special day on the 8th. I don't know what it is, but it's Tanya's birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I didn't lead you guys into that. um, So bring cookies. Please don't. Oh, my Please don't. 
Okay. <laughs> you can bring cookies. You can bring cookies. Actually, you can't bring any cookies into no, the uh, no. to the exhibits. But We're yes, kidding. we'll be at the Strong Museum of Play, and I believe we have an artist that will be with us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. We can announce the artist that we have with yeah. us. We have Rob Dumo um, joining us, and he's got. We love um, Rob. We will not. We won't have his wife with us because they're expecting baby number two. Mm-hmm. So, um, and she's due, I think, like this week. Oh, this this week or so. So Gabby's going to have herself a little sister. Oh boy! So Jesse, that's perfect. I'll just uh, for my birthday, I'll come and take care of the baby and hold the baby all day for you, <laughs> and you can come to the Strong Museum. Okay, got it. So no, no, mm-hmm. no. no. Damn. But all yeah, right. definitely stop by and say hi. We'll yes. have you know some stuff for the kids to do, and well, we have stickers. You know, the stickers. I think we might do superhero shields. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, D- design your own superhero shields. That type of stuff. Um. Maybe if we could talk Dan into bringing the button maker, maybe we could, uh, I don't know. That is a lot of work, but the kids really enjoyed it. We could pre-make buttons. Send me stickers in the buttons and pre-make them. Ooh. I'm on vacation this week. I can make some buttons this week. (laughs) Dan's like looking. He's like, hmm, that's an idea. Okay. Um, And then, uh, as I said, we're going to have some game nights coming up. Um, uh, April 18th. Saturday, FLX Con at the Quality Inn in Waterloo. We've got some uh, guests that we're finalizing some contracts for them. This week. This week. Mm-hmm. And um, they'll have vendors and panels and cosplay and bears. Oh, my. Yes, there's something. quite a bit of stuff already And happening. it's a one-day event. One-day well, event. Ten to, to something. commit for a weekend. It's a one-day event. <laughs> ten to eight? Ten to no, six? I think it's ten to four. Ten, ten to four or six. Yeah. I'm not exactly 100% on it, that today. But, it, but it's the quality in in Waterloo. Waterloo. Yes. So, and then you can go up the street. Just go there now and wait. Eventually it will happen and you'll have fun. And then after the con, go up to Del Lago or whatever. Or the Owlet Mall. Hang out oh, the there, Owlet Mall. There you go. So there's plenty of things to do down there. And then, come May, we have, we're have we in talks for uh, a special event before our big event. Yes. But that's still in the works. So and keep looking on the Facebook page because that's where we'll probably make the announcement. But May 30th and 31st, Flower City Comic Con is coming back this year at the Total Sports Experience. This is our fifth year. Wow. So, wow, I know. Can you believe it? That is Five, crazy. It is crazy. Five years in the making for something bigger, better, faster, stronger, whatever like the, the Bionic million Man, dollar man. Something like that. More games. Yes, um, so definitely more games, more space. Um, we've got a lot of things on our plate that we're planning to have experiences for you guys to do. A lot of attractions. A bridge simulator. A bridge simulator. It's bigger and better. contract all ready to go. So it's the... Bigger and better. It, it's, um, I want to say it's the Artemis version of the bridge simulator. So if those that have done the bridge simulators before, when you only had like five or six people on the console, now you can have nine. So make sure you get your group of people. Um, we'll have information up there um, in order to be able to do signups. Um, we love Rick, who's come in with his uh, group over the last couple of years. We missed him last year, so we're glad to have him back this year. So be on the lookout for that information and we got some gaming companies coming in or stores to have that. And, of course, our panels and workshops uh, and cosplay contests and all that kind of fun stuff. So, In addition to our two fantastic guests, Jason Font and Mick Foley. In addition to what? Our fantastic guests. Oh, That's in the air. Oh, okay. Wait, we like, wait. Yes, so, we have guests. So we have all that other stuff in addition to our guests. Yes. Oh, okay. In addition to I, our guests. I thought you were going somewhere else with that. No. <laughs> 
I mean, Mick, Mick Foley alone is going to tell some fantastic stories that weekend, and I think people are really, I mean, I know some people have met him before because um, he's done some appearances at the Red Wings games, but everybody I know who's had a chance to interact with him, just they're so happy when they leave because he takes the time with every person to just have that, you know, two or three minutes with them. I have, and he's awesome. And, yeah. and can I tell you, Sean Stocking is so excited. I'm sure he is. <laughs> right now, to, uh, when he's... Has like, he got a countdown calendar at home? I don't know. I'll have to ask him. <laughs> I don't work with him um, this year. He's in a different building oh, okay. than he normally is, but Sean's been the... Um, PA for Jerry Lawler and Jake the Snake and things like that. So when we announced Mick Foley, I got a text message going, you need someone for him, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, gee, I don't know. Some people, I have a lot of people that are texting me in regards to want that position. So it's going to be up to the highest bidder at this point, I think. Can you get any recommendations from the people you've uh, been with before? Ask them. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Do you have any character references type thing? (laughs) The characters would be Chris. And Dan, those are the characters. But okay. Oh, and some characters they are. They are. Uh, have you seen them on Nerd World News? They're like making polls about should Dan grow a beard or not, and it looks like he's starting. He's starting. Oh, that's little, what that is. It's. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired, Dan. Dan's <laughs> like yes. <laughs> She's been trying for a year for now to to get fired. Nope. No. Nope. There's only one person that has the power to fire her. Yeah. He's right over there. He's right over there. <laughs> and he's not going to do it. No. <laughs> not going to do it. Not, not going to do it. Okay. So I think those are all of our events that we have going on. I mean, yeah. We've got a lot a lot of things going on. We're going in 20 gazillion circles. Mm-hmm. So if we're not necessarily um, acknowledging stuff on Facebook or whatever, it's because we're doing a lot of things behind the scenes really type thing to get ready for mm-hmm. May. I mean, it's February now. It's going to be here before we know it yep. so okay so let's get on to our question or questions no, of the no, week no, no, no. we have one more thing we, what do we have sponsorships oh go ahead anybody who wants to sponsor us maybe sponsor a guest maybe sponsor uh an artist, artist. anybody that you would think to like to come in and you want to sponsor us let us know we have an email for that is it sponsors or sponsorship sponsors sponsors <laughs> At fc3roc.org. Thank you. Okay, now you can go on. Okay. question of the week. Anything else? <laughs> no, I'm good. And, and it don't for, um, Sponsor the question of the week. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. 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 Do you want to join us? You can sponsor us and then join us here in, in our lovely studio. And you can be on the podcast for the week? Yes. And... and um, Make sure that you check out Nerd World News on Mondays. Mm-hmm. See, we'll be back for Nerd World News. Okay. So our question of the week, it's a, it's a two-parter. The first one, what 80s fashion trend would you like to see come back into fashion? Which one could come back into the fashion and it would be okay? Nothing. Come on. You guys had 24 hours to think of this. Pegged what? pants. What is it? Pegged what? pants. Where you would roll the bottoms of your pants oh, up. Pin roll. Oh, you call them pin rolls. We call them peg pants. Yeah. Pin roll the jeans. Yeah. I, well, I've gone to like a skinny jean because I like the, the tightness around mm-hmm. the ankle because I don't like the bell bottomy. Well, that's kind of what, that's why you pegged them because it, yeah. they were wide. But yeah, that I could, I could handle, you know, some of this other stuff. With that, the sock over it? No. <laughs> yeah. The slouch sock no. over top of it? No. Okay. No. Really? I think I'd buy the stirrup pants back. Oh. Those were, was, were those 80s or more 90s? No, those were 80s. Those were 80s, 80s yeah. yeah. Those were comfy. They were comfy. That's the point. 
See, I like the bright colors of the 80s, the Hawaiian shirts. Does anybody remember the hyper-colored T-shirts that would change yes. colors? Yes. I yes. like those. I'm a T-shirt guy, though. Oh, you are a T-shirt guy. I, I wouldn't mind. I like the bright colors of the 80s. Okay. I'll okay. give you that one. Let's see. You don't have to like it. That's just oh, what I, I like. It. Um, I don't know. I'm like... I still... Uh, big puffy hair, Tanya. No, I see you in no. a big, curly, puffy hair. And you know what? My hairdresser yells at me every single week. So I, she's like, Tanya, you got to come out of the 80s. you got to come out. I'm like, I can't. I mean, my hair's pretty, like, tame type thing. But yes, I like volume in my hair. But um, also, I never gave up really the scrunchies. I, back. Scrunchies, they, are scrunchies back. are back, and I have I now necessarily have all the big um, poofy whatever. But I will take a scrunchie and throw my hair back up in either a ponytail or a messy bun really quickly with a scrunchie because it feels better on my hair than a ponytail holder because it gives me a headache. Now, if you have a scrunchie and you like a boy, you're supposed to give them the scrunchie and they wear it on their wrist at least in middle school. Oh, good I Lord. think that was some of the things back in the 80s where people were wearing, and the jelly bracelets. Oh. <laughs> the 20 gajillion jelly bracelets. Dan shaking his head. Do you remember uh, weaving them? You used to weave them into different patterns up your arm so that you had them like, from your wrist all the way up to your elbow? No. Went to Catholic school, couldn't do that. I went to Catholic school too, but you know we did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we had a Mr. McGuire and a Mrs. Getting. That wasn't going to happen. Dan's laughing over there. What about a jean jacket, Dan? Could that come I, back? I think Danny had a jean jacket that was full of pins in high school. <laughs> was there a Debbie Gibson pin on it? Maybe. Probably. <laughs> That's why he didn't want to do pins one year for like our little uh, FC3, what is it, 2016? We had FC3 pins. I'm like, oh, let's do pins for our vendors. And he's like, no, I don't want to do pins. And he had, I think he had a bad experience in high school with pins. Or just let him back. In the 80s, wasn't it called Flare? <laughs> Bling. Bling. We had a button day at Aquinas, and I came in head to toe. I remember this. <laughs> I would rattle when I walked. You knew Dan was coming. <laughs> Maybe that's what Chris was talking about. Ask Dan about buttons. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So I had now. Some ones that were like this big that were new kids on the block faces. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the Backstreet Boys are coming back? I've already seen them, like. Uh, too much. They were on Groupon for like 40 bucks. Oh. Back to Groupon. That's not a place you want to be <laughs> when it comes to concerts like that. Mm. No, StubHub. That means they're selling really well and yeah. they're just trying <laughs> to sell more. Exactly. Yeah, okay. So everyone said something, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So now, which 80s fashion trend should never, ever, ever come back? Big hair. We okay. killed it. Mullets always look stupid. We killed the ozone layer in the 80s with the Aquanet. You know, the bathroom at work still has a bo- uh, can of Aquanet. And don't you have some? <laughs> oh, you have to have Aquanet for dance hair. For dance hair. Because it sticks. Yes. It doesn't move. Oh, yes. I yeah. had the spiral perm oh. with the wave, you know, where it stuck straight up like you looked like you walked into like a wall. seagull's wave? Yes. <laughs> yes. I caught that on fire as an altar server. <laughs> Holding a candle in front of me, went. <laughs> they threw holy water on me, and you didn't burn. <laughs> and you're still here. <laughs> wow. In fact, now she's sainted. Sixth grade. Mm. It was 1989. <laughs> Another one that should never come back is shoulder pads. 
you know, I saw I just cut them out of stuff. I yeah, them. no, um, I said so, I saw something that that's like one of the trends that is coming back oh. is the shoulder pads because yeah. I was looking at you know, 80s fashion trends. Last I'll cut night. them out of the clothes again. Yeah, I, I bought a, a blazer probably about six months ago. And there were not one, but two sets of shoulder pads <laughs> in each side. And I was like, what is this? It went up and out. <laughs> what is this? Ad- did Adam Ant design the blazer? <laughs> I was going to say, there was a blazer that I wore in like um, the 90s that I loved that was like um, green and like a light purple like checked plaid that had... Whoa. No, it was, it, was, it was... But it was like that hunter green. And it had very light purple through it, so it was a little more classy rather than flamboyant type thing. But yeah, it had uh, shoulder pads in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're like out here, and then your waist was really little. You know what I saw that that's coming back that I would never, could never wear again? The pants with like the cloth overalls that went with them. You guys remember them? Like it was like a one piece jumpsuit, but it was like suspender types overalls with wide MC Hammer legs. Oh. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I thought I was gonna say the the wide legged pants were more like nineties, like the really really big. I don't know. This this was like a jumper thing, and it was flowered, like embroidery flowered. And I was like, oh. and then my sister's like, you had that outfit in like nineteen eighty five, remember? And then she pulls a picture out. And I'm like, oh my god, I really did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm thinking the um the aerobic wear. But with the dance wear, the, 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 the dance wear, the, the, the leg warmers, no, I could handle it because my legs get cold. But it's the the tights, like the neon colored tights with the bodysuit that went over it that had the belt that on had it. the belt on it, <laughs> and then everyone's with their white Reebok sneakers that or their white high tops oh, with yeah. the slouch socks. And I'm like, and and the um, headband. It's like that whole aerobic dance wear outfit. Olivia Newton-John, let's get physical. Yes. Right up. I was thinking about the Reebok pumps. Remember those? I remember the pumps. <laughs> <laughs> I used to sell those when I was in high school. I worked at a shoe store. They didn't so, sell. Yeah. So, yeah, some of those things just couldn't come back. But, you know, I could take a rugby shirt back. I, 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 Umbro? Members only jackets. Oh, we have one in the closet. You want it? <laughs> no. My husband wears it when we go out places. Do you guys remember rat tails? That's what Randy's skinny parade, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Party in the front. Well, Randy's hair was really, really cut short all around, and then he had one strip of hair in the back that was a ringlet ponytail. My cousin had one the day she got married. Before we got married, he cut it off. Yeah. So, but it was a perfect ringlet. So, Billy, what don't what do what you not want to see? I, I always just wore t-shirts and jeans. So, I mean, you I, haven't left the eighties. No. Or it was the 70s or the 60s or the 90s. I've always looked the same. So, But I always thought mullets look stupid on guys. Party in the front. Yeah. We couldn't Business have them in front. Party school. in the back. So. We I couldn't would, either. I had Catholic school and your, your hair, guys' hair couldn't come below their collar. Yep. But we are. Dan's I, like, yep. <laughs> yeah. I wore a plaid skirt and a white blouse for, you know, mm. 12 years. <laughs> well, to this day, years. I can't wear plaid. I have horrible <laughs> flashbacks. <laughs> Well, see, I went to HFL, so I got to wear what I wanted. So, yeah. Well, I just I hated the fact that our boy, our the female pants that we had to wear if we wanted to wear pants, were the boys' dickies. Oh, and they were really uncomfortable. The boys' so, what? They were dickies' pants. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> really? I'm proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking. 
You are so taking uh, the spot of Chris today, aren't you? I'm very proud of Billy for this yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tell you. No, it's that it's that company. It's that name brand. Yeah. Well, right. yeah, and then the ankle socks. We always had to wear ankle socks. Yep. Or knee socks in oh. the winter. We were like, but you couldn't wear shorts under your skirts because they would check. And I was like, what are you talking about? Dang Catholic schools. Now, was the 80s Zubaz? Yes. Okay. Those yeah. always look kind of stupid. I still see those are all those... the time. I see them every year at our Comic-Con. Yeah. Okay. Those are the, well, like, the, mean... the zebra stripe. If you're listening, pants. I didn't mean you. No, I think they're super comfortable. I mean, they're like wearing PJs, but you oh, go yeah. inside them. Oh, I love PJs. I was going to say... You'll still see them at New Era Field in Buffalo. I was going to say, the NFL mm-hmm. sells Zubies mm-hmm. or things yep. like that for um, with their... Yep. Uh, Stuff. Her husband's like, get another gallon of milk. Are you sure it's just one gallon or another 12? Don't you have cows? <laughs> you say, you tell them to go in the cows. backyard. Tell them to just go to the backyard. He's going to milk them right now. Okay. There you go. Case, okay. case so, Dan, solved. what should never come back? I have no idea. You have no idea? I, I didn't pay attention to fashion. No. Yeah. You saw pictures, you would <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I've seen pictures. I, I've seen pictures. There were some mullets working with when you guys got out of high school or whatever with the long, longer hair. The feathered. The feathered hair. Oh, feathered. The feathered. The fond of feathered hair. Feathered see, hair. when you see Chris now, Chris's hair was not even close to being like that in high school. You had to be at the collar. Yeah. And, if and, I, and I think he's rebelling against that now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. Not at the it took co- him 30 years to rebel. <laughs> <laughs> he's been rebelling since... Well, he's inside. He's been rebelling. So he's been rebelling. Okay. And starting next week, uh, girls are dressing up like Cher in the If I Could Turn Back Time video. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. T- uh, the clocks go back, um, I think, March 8th. Yeah, they do March 8th. Yay! Oh, no, spring ahead. They don't go spring. back. No, you're right. Spring, spring ahead, ahead, sorry. Fall back. Spring ahead. Okay. Whatever. Any other comments in regards to the fashion trends? No, most of them just, just stay there because you look at it now and you're like, what in the hell no, are we thinking? No, I do like like that 80s party or whatever that... Um, it was last night. Yeah. It was totally last night. Right. But there I'll was do a party once in a while, but on a daily basis, not happening. Like, we'll do a, um, like an 80s day at work for Spirit Week mm-hmm. type thing. And I have a purple t-shirt that is oversized that I have cut that kind of drops off my shoulder and I have a tank top underneath it because it has to still be school appropriate. So I think nowadays, women and girls can get away wearing anything and make it look like they did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like Last you go out in, in public dressed anyway, any way you want. And Next 80s day you have, you want to borrow my earring? I have that crucifix that comes down to here. Oh, the Madonna crucifix. I got suspended from I'm school. I'm sure you that. did. <laughs> that was my very first detention. And, and the one thing I won't wear is like the mesh top over whatever from like the Madonna's yeah. tight. I mean, I have a picture at home of my brother. It was, I think it was an Easter outfit. He's got a white suit, black shirt. It's like that Don, the Don Johnson. It was the Don, Don Johnson, Johnson look my, because he's got my father. He's, yeah. he's got the sunglasses on, and I'm pretty sure he's got a BB gun in his hand. Thinking <laughs> he's Don Johnson, he was only like 11 years old. Anybody Probably. wants to come and go through my husband's closet and, and borrow clothes from the 80s and take them, please do. <laughs> he hasn't come here to the 21st century. No he, no, he has brand new clothes in the closet with tags on from the 80s that he's never taken the tags off of. Wow. We could put that in the comic book museum that they're going to build. <laughs> He's got this. Property. Oh, he has this one shirt he wore. It is senior pictures, 
It's silk shirt with the collar that pops up and everything with the Pop members collars. only jacket. Oh my God. And I've thrown it away twice and it's reappeared twice. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly you're not doing a good enough job throwing it away. You gotta so, take it to work. <laughs> so next time you just have to hand it to me when I'm there oh, and I'll just so take bad. it, whatever. Put it next to your Valentine's Day card. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good idea. Yeah. Stick it in the towel barn, uh, get towels in the barn, stick it in there and see what happens. Yeah, that's where it came back once. <laughs> Found it. No, he was like, "Well, how'd this end up in there?" Jessica's dance clothes are in there too. I'm like, "Oh, whoops." <laughs> okay. On that note, this has been another episode of Monkey Business, a product of the Mighty Monkey Corporation, purveyors and producers of Flower City Comic Con. Come. <laughs> really? Coming at you May 30 and 31st at Total Sports Experience in Gates. Have a nice weekend, and we will see you soon. Smack you. Bye. 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 <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs>